Welcome to the CGM podcast. This is episode 119, and I'm back this week on the last week where I was gone. Yeah, that's stunk. You're this saving us, Mel. We're being saved. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm sure it was fine. I feel saved. No, so. it wasn't. But no, it is always it fun to watch Wayne embarrass himself. Off yeah, it was pretty horrible, as usual. So. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to be back. He does a good job, but he's yeah. so awkward about it. Though, so. Yeah. I was like, well, well, was it last week or the week before with, like, you know, Hiroshima as, like, the new Oklahoma for I think that might have been last week. Was two weeks ago. Was that two weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. I was around for that one. Okay. All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Usual. <laughs> that would be Wayne, our oh. semi-literate editor. And they're, like, blue gummy bears. And oh he's happy because he loves his blue candy. Oh, they look... Are these the swirly ones? They look yes, kind of nasty. Yes, indeed they are. They taste pretty decent, though. Mm-hmm. I'm totally ruining my dinner, but, you know, mm-hmm. oh well. Mm-hmm. Nothing you can do. You're allowed to. You're an adult. <laughs> is Charlotte going to yell at you when you yep. go home? <laughs> I'm going to go home, and she's going to be like, go to your room. No supper for you. <laughs> but you have your PlayStation in your room, so they're like... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's not that big a deal. So you go to, to sit on the couch mm-hmm. away from your PlayStation. Yeah. I'll just live on games, man. That's enough to keep me going every day, so... <laughs> We're also joined by, of course, Film Phil. That's me. Who saw... Oh, you tortured your childhood this week yeah, with Teenage Mutant Definitely. Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, we'll Heroes get to that later. But yeah. No, my okay. discomfort should say everything you need to know. And Brendan will chime in occasionally at the end of the day. I'm here if you need Yep. If you need to say Diablo, that's yeah. why he's there. Diablo. Exactly. <laughs> All right, let's start off with some news. Wayne, I know you had some news you wanted to talk about. We were going to talk about Sleeping Dogs. Definitive edition. Yeah, that's that's um, one of the um, why are you guys doing this announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully to make some money. I assume that's one. Well, see, this is the thing that confuses me. Out of all of the things that you could make a remaster of, why are you going after Sleeping Dogs? It, it didn't make that they, much money the first time. They are not a wise company yeah. when it comes to making decisions. <laughs> but... Maybe they're hoping because there are so few PS4 titles they're right now. that charging 60 bucks for it in the U.S., really? which means that it's going to be $70. Price? Yeah, it's, this oh. is going to be full price. It's, it's not like The Last of Us where it's like at least that was 50 in the mm-hmm. U.S., 55 in Canada. Yeah. Because those guys acknowledge it's like, okay, the game came out last year. It's, you know, it's like it's pretty recent. And they did an amazing job of remastering that. They did. Um, oh, yeah, you've played it now? Yeah. Phil? Okay. We'll yeah. get to so, that. And then now all right. Playing, yeah. yeah. Whereas, um, you know, with... Um, sleeping Dogs it's like well yeah okay I actually enjoyed the game and I think it is underrated and that more people should play it but that still doesn't mean that I necessarily think that they should have just repackaged it put in what they're claiming to be $85 worth of DLC in it and then saying and you wonder, you're you going to pay full price for this alright let me ask you because you did buy a Tomb Raider definitive, definitive edition correct? Uh, actually I don't think I did I actually <laughs> bought it yeah Phil did. Did you yeah. play it though the first time around? No. No, but see, I thought oh, I had you like I, the office copy. Yeah, then? I All used right. I used the I office copy. You, I so you so I like I had tried it. I knew what I was getting myself into, but it was definitely it was a hundred percent worth it. That was amazing. But you hadn't already played it. so... That's true. Mm-hmm. You, I don't. Do you see people going and spending $60 again? I know that some people are. I mean, okay, these are not normal human beings, but, you know, it's like if you go onto a gaming forum like, you know, NeoGAF, the infamous NeoGAF, mm. like, you know, the most prominent gaming forum on you know, the interwebs, mm. um, a lot of people over there are actually really happy about it, and some of them are even claiming really? that they're going to be triple dipping because, you know, it's mm. like they bought it originally on the 360 or the PS3, mm. then they went and they bought it again when the PC version came out, and now they're going to buy it again when the PS4 slash Xbox One version comes out that because they love the game yeah. that much, but that's NeoGAF. Yeah. And again, NeoGAF, 
the guys there are not representative of the typical gamer attitude. Yeah, they don't sound like it. No. So some of those guys are, you know, triple dipping. Some of those guys are double dipping because they're like, you know, well, I enjoyed the game and I like the developer and I've got some disposable income and I want to support that studio, mm-hmm. so I'll buy it again to make sure that they get more money. Yeah. And, money. Yeah, and then, of course, there are other people who are like, well, I played it before. You know, I don't really feel like I need to play it again. Because yeah. um, the, the thing that's interesting me about um, this is it's an open-world game. Mm. So because the environments are so huge... I don't know whether they can actually even get that up to 60 frames per second oh. or not. Like, it, yeah. it, it might be 1080p 30 frames per second because there's just so much stuff to render yeah. in an open-world game compared mm-hmm. to something like Tomb Raider where you had, like, these small, discrete locations that you only had to worry about. Yeah. So, and Square hasn't actually said anything about whether or not it is going to be 1080p 60 frames per second. They're just saying at this point it's remastered. When you buy the limited edition um, remaster, it comes with an art book, and you've got like you know the two story-based DLC plus like you know just a ton of cosmetic stuff like you know new jackets, new vehicles, you know it's like all that new new weapons, all that isn't, other stuff. Isn't GTA Five going to be sixty frames a second? I don't know. I um, always I assumed that they were advertising it as that. It might be, but yeah. uh, again, you know, it's like Rockstar has not confirmed they anything confirmed aside it. from the fact that it's coming. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Who knows them? So yeah, we just don't know. Are you going to buy it one? Sleeping Dogs? I um I would not mind supporting the company, but if I were to buy it myself, I would probably wait until the price goes down, you know, or a reasonable PlayStation Plus discount, um, you know, pops up or something like that. But you probably pick it up for about forty. Forty would be the upper limit for me. It's like really? you know thirty, and I'll probably go. Yeah, okay, fine. I'll I'll buy it now, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, for for this game, like uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I I played the hell out of it, so there's really not much more that I could do with that game. Whereas mm-hmm. something like um, The Last of Us, I actually only played that game once, mm-hmm. and you know that was for my review, mm-hmm. and then I refused to touch it again. So I actually did not feel bad at all about you know going back and you know giving Sony my money for that because it was an amazing game, and I actually did feel bad about not buying it the last time. Mm-hmm. So I did buy it this time, but you know it, it helped that I'd only played it the one time. So for me, it wasn't like, you know, oh, man, you know, it's like I 100%ed it the last time. I got to go and do that all again. This time it was like, okay, now I've got an excuse to 100%ed it at 1080p, 60 frames per second. But they so. had new trophies. Uh, they do have new trophies. Ooh. Yeah. Um, oh which, I'm, I mean, they've added like a new grounded mode, which is what I'm playing now, which was even harder than the survivor mode, which was the toughest mode in the last game. And yeah, this, this one is really hard. It's like supplies are just almost non-existent and you, you go down after a couple of hits. So yeah, does love his trophies. Yeah, it's a hard game. But uh, yeah, getting back to Sleeping Dogs, nothing against the actual game itself. I think that is really good. And, um, you know, again, if you're in that boat where you didn't actually get a chance to play it the first time, um, the reviews on that game were actually really good. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually reviewed it pretty well here at um, CGM as well. So if you've never played it before, it's it's definitely worth picking up. But if you have played it before, 60 bucks is asking a lot for a remaster like that. You know, it's like, on the other hand, there is um, more remaster news. And for this one, they haven't announced any pricing yet, but I think that most people are going to go for it anyway. Uh, Capcom. Resident Evil. Yes. Resident Evil the is... The original Resident Evil. Not, not even the original, the, um, you know, RE make um, right, that right, you know, right, came right, out right. on the GameCube, I think it was. Yeah, it was GameCube. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. 
That's so, really exciting. So the GameCube remake is getting an HD remaster, and that's that's going to be kind of... That's really exciting. And, you know, it's like, again, there's no pricing on that. But in this instance, though, mm. it's been so long mm. since that game came out that to be able to play it on a PS4 or Xbox One, most people will probably be like, okay, you know, I've got childhood memories of that game. I don't care how much it costs. I'm going to buy it and play it. That's completely so. different. Yeah, yeah I it hope, is. I hope they also update some of the mechanics along with the graphics, though. There's some some broken elements that mm. could be changed. Oh, yeah, see, like I myself Which they did not in the GameCube, and it was kind of disappointing. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, you'll have to tell me because, like, I only ever played the original Resident Evil on the mm-hmm. PS1. I never tried the GameCube remake. So. And then you you basically played it. It was exactly like, everything was the same, which mm-hmm. is prettier. Okay. Same so camera be, setup, same everything. Same funky controls. Same, blah, blah, same exactly yeah. same funky controls. Everything. Right. Even prettier. Yeah. So this time around, just even prettier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prettier still. Mm-hmm. I guess. I'm so. excited. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but but it is Resident the Evil. original Resident Evil. So finally, although it took a remake or a remaster, Resident Evil is finally going back to its horror roots because mm-hmm. they're just putting out the first game all over again. Yeah. I wish they would just so do that's a what's happening. Yeah. HD collection like Silent Hill did. Yeah. Get a yeah, few, totally. Get a few of them in there, right? Yeah. Now. Well, I mean, then they would have yeah, to remake Resident Evil Two and Resident Evil Three because those, so, you know, all three original Resident Evil games were all originally on the PlayStation. What's your point? So. Yeah. No point, Wayne. No, no. The the point is they probably are not going to spend the money to do the same thing for RE2 and 3. They probably won't because this is Capcom we're talking about and they don't throw money around anymore. So. If this one sells well, maybe they'll consider it. They might, yeah. If, uh, yeah, actually, you're right. If um, the fans go bananas and they just buy, like, a ton of these, they probably will announce it and then we'll get, like, the Master Chief collection, the Umbrella collection for, like, Resident Evil. Become a little vile. Yeah. And yeah. Maybe they'll, they'll mm. maybe they'll throw in like all six games or something like that. And it'll be like you know every Resident Evil from one through six, all on well probably more than one disc. Yeah. yeah one I don't think that's going to fit on one Blu-ray. No. No. Doubtful. But yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's that's the um, remake news. Um, in other news, America is being stupid with um, lawsuits once again. I'm so, going to pause there. American so, being yes. stupid. Pause. No, yeah. So this, this, this story is coming to us from California, of course, where a guy um, has been egged on by lawyers and is actually going ahead and suing Sony because the multiplayer aspect of Killzone Shadowfall is not true 1080p. So he's suing? suing. He's suing for $5 million. <laughs> $5 million? $5 million. How can he justify See, So, like, this, this, is, this is the weird thing. is like, okay, Killzone Shadowfall, the uh, single-player campaign, is just, you know, full-on native 1080p. Right. Okay? Um, but with um, the multiplayer version, it's sometimes 1080p and sometimes not, but always scaled up to be 1080p. Mm-hmm. But uh, according to this guy's case, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, he claims he did the research in good faith, looked on the interwebs, and all of the you know literature said this is 1080p. And then he went to the store, picked up the box, turned the box around, read the back, and it said in there clearly it's 1080p. And then he went home all happy because he confidently made his purchase, popped it in, and the the second that he was in multiplayer, it was noticeable. It was like blurry, and he was like, "This is not 1080p. I can tell just by looking at it." And he got so angry that you know, it's like he bitched and complained. And finally, some lawyer said, "You've got a case, man. So False let's run with it." Yeah. 
So that's that's it's what he's doing. Mil? He's suing Sony. Five million. Five million. Yeah. Ridiculous. That, I, I don't understand how that's justified. Yeah. Anyway. But the, this this is happening because he's like the multiplayer is not 1080p, and so as a result of that, this is false advertising. I've been lied to. You owe me money to the tune of five million dollars. Yeah, sixty uh, bucks. Here's yeah. money back. That's it. I hate people. Yeah, things like this kind of make you ashamed to be a human being. Yeah, it really does, just, does, yeah. That's a great Especially if he wins the lawsuit. Yeah. Like the woman in the McDonald's coffee. They're oh probably God. going to throw it out because it really does seem ridiculous. I mean, you know, in a case like this, the only people that win are his lawyers. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is just a huge waste of time and money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not for his lawyers. So, as I come. Well, at least they get something. Yeah. I'm yes. sure that they're egging him on. And it's like, you know, you can do it, man. You can win this. <laughs> they need another boat. Yeah, yeah, a new yacht. You know, it's like I assume just, lawyers uh, collect boats. Yeah, yeah or you know, it's like yeah, they they need like you know an extra half dozen hookers for their coke clientele party. On the that, boat. You know, they're on the boat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, that's how that's going to go. Okay, um, and in other news, okay, let's talk about upcoming games because something no, fun. This is this is always pretty cool. Well, okay, um, first of all, uh, Ubisoft finally um, revealed what the PS3 360 Assassin's Creed game is going to be. Right. And this one is called Assassin's Creed Rogue. And uh, your hero is Irish. He's an Irish guy. Uh, and Wasn't expecting that. Yeah. And the way this works is that the, this Irish guy, it takes place during a period known as the Seven Years' War, which is going to be like leading up to the French Revolution. So, you know, it's like there's supposedly going to be some connection between this and Assassin's Creed Unity. But mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Rogue is all about an ex-assassin who left the Assassin's Order and joined up with the Templars. So from what they're saying, it looks like in this game you play a bad assassin that's hunting down other assassins and killing them instead of going after Templars like you usually do in these games. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that sounds interesting. Of course, my big concern is how they're going to tie the historical stuff with the modern-day stuff because they always just make a huge mess of that. Right. Is this a full console? This is a full console release. Like next but year? only for the PS3 and the Xbox 360. This is the last-gen game. But Which ew. probably means that in a year or two they're going to up-res it anyway and put it out on the PS4 and Xbox One because right, right. everybody will be bitching and complaining about not being able to play it. When's Unity wow. coming out? Unity is coming out in November. Yeah. Yeah. And it's on new gen too, right? Yeah. Well, uh, Unity is only current generation. That's that's only PS4 and, and Xbox One. Okay, and, so... Know. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that, that's what's <laughs> happening. It's like the PS3, Xbox 360 guys get one unique Assassin's Creed game and the PS4 Xbox One guys get a totally different unique Assassin's Creed game. But are they both coming out this year? Uh, actually, I'm not sure about what the release date is right. for um, Rogue because it's they like started they, making a couple a year yeah, to a They only just, just announced like, it, yeah. So, But uh, this one is actually being sort of done by um, Ubisoft's various B-team studios. It's like um, like you know, Ubisoft Singapore and Ubisoft Sofia, which I think is like their Czech studio or something like that. You know, basically all the other studios that aren't Ubisoft Montreal <laughs> are working on Assassin's Creed Rogue. So that hmm. you know may or may not be a good thing, depending on how you feel about you know the games put out by Ubisoft Montreal. For a piece of nostalgia in upcoming game news, not related to Ubisoft. Okay. Today they released a trailer for Aladdin and Disney Infinity 2.0. So oh wow! Okay, they are bringing. I was concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't think they would because they're marketing towards a younger generation. So you just feel like these. you've entered a whole new world. I'm excited. Okay, 
Man, you didn't even reel it. I just made a oh, point. No, I got oh, it. I got people it. people price it. It's like, I okay. Got it. I got it. I thought Disney but was I am all, excited. Yeah. But I thought Disney was all about bringing back old classic characters to sell DVDs to yeah. new kids. To shamelessly whore. I don't yeah. think they've touched Aladdin in years, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think the last thing was that well, so, thieves you know, where he found his dad. Yeah. So they've rested the... But that just means it's in the Disney vault. They're yeah. going to bust it out. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, they'll bust it out for Blu-ray. They've rested the movie enough that they'll bring out the games, and then after that, the little kids will be like so who's this Aladdin and then Disney will yeah. be like well I'm glad you asked yes, here's, right. the, yeah, wait, wait, here's the new Diamond Edition on Blu-ray it's probably been like 20 years so they'll probably do that yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. about time super to do platinum that. one yeah because eventually yeah. they did do the Blu-ray when Blu-ray first oh you started. know they'll do it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh no they definitely will the only yeah. thing they won't do is all the kids that come up Splash Mountain are like was, what Disney movie is Prayer Rabbit from those kids will never I know. I would love to see Those a kids Br'er Rabbit will never game. know oh man yeah. Br'er Rabbit Song of the South yeah Never, never happening. Really yeah, yep. that's what Uncle Rima again. says. So, <laughs> but that excited me too. That was my exciting. That news. is pretty cool. I was a Disney fan. Uh-huh. Do you have any more news or? Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, me. Okay. This one is um actually a bit weird. So, the American Library of Congress. Mm-hmm. They had one guy who was like you know digging around, going through like materials that they've gotten <laughs> from various video game companies, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the guy stumbled upon. Um, Ooh. Ooh, a game. Can I guess? You can guess. Duke Nukem. You guess correctly. <laughs> the guy actually found data which he could not extract because it was a PSP game. Mm-hmm. So it was all PSP software, and he actually didn't have anything immediately on hand mm-hmm. to read it. But he got in touch with a bunch of other people, and they were actually able to like extract some of the data from the files. And it turned out that this was a Duke Nukem game that was being made for the PSP of all oh. machines. But it never actually went into full production and it had just been sitting, you know, it's like on, you know, this data had just been sitting there undiscovered all of these years until this guy was looking through it and it's like, a PSP game that I've never seen before. What is this? Oh my God, it's a Duke Nukem game on the PSP. That's cool. Yeah. Do you think anyone gets that excited? So, you know, it's like, yeah, it, it is a bit like, you know, you know, digging around for like, you know, dinosaur bones and eventually finding out that, you know, you came across like, uh, Hebrew slingshot from like mm-hmm. Jerusalem or something like that. It's like, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like yeah, like uh, say like you know Hebrew slingshots that they were selling to the kids after David killed Goliath. Where it's like now you too can be like David mm-hmm. with your own Hebrew slingshot. I'm not sure if they were really so. into merchandising in that time quite the same way. Oh no, they always were. Oh, they were yeah. okay. Yeah. That's my they, mistake. No, they, they always were. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. No, my mistake. My mistake. It's like you know you can't tell me that at any point in you know history. It's like. You know, it's like the Hebrews did not have like a canny nose for business. They knew a good deal when they were seen. We should so, move off this subject. All right, you're fine. trading any dangerous, dangerous all right, ground fine. here. Yeah. So, what's going to happen now with the Duke Nukem game? Mm. It's only pieces. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's only bits and pieces. I mean, it's like it's not a game that's fully functioning. But um, yeah, they're trying to extract as much of the data as they can and then put it out there for people to see. They've got 3D models. One of them is Duke flying around on a jetpack. Oh, they were already weird. able to pull that out. They've got that model. So, yeah, weird. It's just this weird digital archaeological expedition where yeah. they're having to track down machines from, like, you know, several years ago, yeah, yeah. which can still read this data and pull it out. Of and course, that's yeah. where the real challenge is coming yeah, in, is, like, yeah, you know, yeah. going to guys. It's like, so do you have, like, you know, PSP dev kits sitting around where we can, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, yeah. We had one of those. I don't know whether we <laughs> still got it now, but, you know, yeah. Which, 
it actually does bring up like an interesting thing about digital history is that you know because these things were meant to run on specific formats mm-hmm. as time goes by it's going to get harder and harder mm-hmm. to like you know get these things to run unless somebody takes the time to make sure that they're always constantly emulated to run on like you know new hardware as it evolves a hundred yeah. years from now there's gonna be floppy disks in a museum yeah they won't know what's on it because they won't have anything. To yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because it's like you know, how do you read that stuff yeah. now? Well, Does saw... anybody have a five and a hatch, half, you know, five and a quarter inch floppy disk drive? I saw a terrifying story on uh, John Oliver. It's an HBO news show where they were showing that like many of the like nuclear launch sites at like in America that have actual active nuclear warheads. Mm-hmm. Their launch systems are still run on a computer so old they have a floppy disk the size of records. Wow, okay. that doesn't seem safe, does it? I mean, I suppose they're not online, so yeah. prevent people from getting into them. That well, yeah, way. I mean that's that's the thing. When nuclear silos were first invented, there was no online. Yeah, and I doubt that they went in there and said, you know, those guys yeah. that are sitting there monitoring these nuclear missiles, I bet they'd like to check their Facebook yeah. page. So, we better get a fiber I connection. I understand that aspect, but yeah. yeah, it doesn't. And then you know, it's like yeah, even even if they did, I mean, it's like you know, what hacker now is going to go in and it's like, oh my god, what what is this DOS disk <laughs> operating system? Yeah, yeah. What the hell? I, I can't I'm a script kitty. It's like I only download scripts off of the internet and use them and call myself elite hacker. It's like, <laughs> how am I supposed to actually type something in this? What do you think I am? Matthew Broderick? You think this is war games? Yeah. So, good point. Good yeah. point. Good point. Because, yeah, I mean, okay, Matthew Broderick could do it since yeah. Matthew Broderick has already proven that he can launch nukes from a home computer. But mm-hmm. today's hackers, doubtful. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh, scary. Yeah. So that that's all the game news. That all right. I have some very, very sad news okay. to open things up. I don't know if you heard about this. I probably haven't. But uh, Studio Ghibli? Oh, wait, maybe I have. Shutting down. Aww. Yeah. It's because he retired? Yeah, Miyazaki retired last year, and they were going to try it. He uh, had hoped that the studio would live on, and they had intended to, but they've just realized now that maintaining a film a year production schedule without him in charge and providing all the ideas is... Uh, without him, they're dead. A bit too difficult. Yes. Yeah, so apparently there's still one more that they're finishing up, and then following that, they will likely shut their doors forever. It's probably they, better this way. Yeah, I mean, the non Miyazaki Ghibli movies were never as good. Mm. It's as simple as that. I mean, they were always in, they were always, they, they weren't bad. They were, certainly weren't bad, but they weren't good. It was definitely his imagination I mean, that fueled spared the it away. I mean, like, oh, yeah. come on, spared it away. That. It just yeah. Mm. So yeah, that's going to be the end of an era and a very sad moment. Yeah, but, but I'd, I'd still rather see it go this way rather yeah. than like you know this slow, note. painful oh, yeah, decline. Yeah, absolutely, as decades pass and they continue sell, to. Yeah, you know. they sell themselves to Disney, yeah. and then Disney starts making really yeah. terrible and uh, Disney films through them, and yeah, now it's. It's, this is for the best. This, this, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, then terrible. It's better that it goes this way. Spirited away. Get turned into a ride. Games. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be actually fun, though. If they made a Spirited Away land at Disney World, Trap that'd us. be good. Yeah, do that they should do that, at least. Well, I mean, I guess Melanie probably wouldn't say no to, like, um, you know, Disney Infinity with Totoro on it. Yeah, that'd be You okay. probably would buy, like, the Totoro. I'd buy a little dust sprite. Yeah. <laughs> the dust sprite, yeah, the cat bus. A to- yeah, a Totoro cat bus in Disney Infinity, you'd no probably phase, buy that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess there are some things that'd be okay, yeah. but in the end, yeah, end of that. Uh, next one, also in an, vaguely animated related news, uh, John Favreau currently making uh, currently heading to work on a uh, Jungle Book adaptation. Oh yeah, I saw that. It's going to be with a kid and then with uh, motion CGI capture, really? yeah, motion yeah. capture animals. However, this week announced to p- play Baloo. Yeah, I saw that. Andy Serkis, Bill, Bill Murray, Bill Murray. Right? Okay. Right? Wow. Yeah. 
That's what I have to say. About I don't that. know if that's actually appropriate or not. I was like, Bill Murray interacting oh, no, with children sounds kind of like, you know. Oh, no. He's some weird territory like, that yeah. shouldn't be ventured it's into. It's like, hey, kid, just, you know, it's like, yeah, just snort up this cocaine <laughs> over here and we'll have ourselves a little party. Oh, you know, no. it's like, no, trust me, it'll oh, be great. Bill's it's a great, lovable him. guy. He's yeah. the perfect Baloo. Baloo was never a great influence. Yeah. His idea was just nap all day and yeah. not worried about all the jungle predators. Yeah. That's not the Dance. way to go. And dance, yeah, that's not mm. going to help you in the jungle very much. No, I'm all for it. Bill Murray is blue. This is okay. genius. This immediately went from a movie I didn't care about to a movie that I can't wait to see. Okay. Also, uh, the evil snake, whose name escapes me at the moment. Shere Khan? No, no that's Ka. That's the tiger. Oh, no, no, Shere Khan. That's what I'm thinking. Tiger's the villain in that. Yeah, Shere Khan. Yeah, yeah Shere, the main Shere Khan is, is the tiger, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be Chris Walken. Christopher Walken? Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. I, I really don't know if this is actually appropriate for kids <laughs> that are the Bill Murray and Christopher Walken in the same because for oh, kids. Those are big, lovable guys. Yeah, Come on now. He does make a good villain. He yeah, does. he does. But, like, you know, he makes, like, a good adult villain. I don't know if he's, like, suitable for well, children. This is going to be his voice. It's a tiger, though. Tiger. Tiger. Yeah. This might be too traumatizing. No. That's perfect. Okay. Just perfect. See, I mean, it's like if I were, like, you know, 12 years old and this were 1984, mm-hmm. I'd be all behind it now. I, yeah. I don't know if kids can so take like, that now. You know, it's like uh, Christopher totally Walken can. and Bill Murray. Oh, of course uh, they can. Oh, we'll Bill see. Murray's a lovable scallion. We'll see. Okay. Ghostbusters we like, works for children. The Disney Jungle Book route or the original story Jungle Book route? I'm not certain. I'm assuming since the animals talk, it's got to be the Disney version. Yeah. It's closer to the it's Disney like version. King and I believe Louis it is a Disney production. Well, then they'll have oh, yeah, there as you well. Go. So my guess is it will be, but I, would, I find it hard to believe it'll be one to one music. Yeah, one, one can only hope. One can only hope. Bill There's, Murray and Christopher Walken singing. Yeah, I don't Lou think I and can. Lou and do not sing together at any point in that no, movie. No, they do not. But still, they're both there, and that's going to be amazing. And also, apparently, a second Jungle Book movie is being made at a rival studio that Andy Serkis is going to direct. And of course, Andy Serkis. They're currently yeah. in a two-headed race to get to the screen. Why? Guess, Why would you even decide that you were doing that at the same time? I know. It's so dumb. So, so dumb. But anyway, the one with Bill Murray is blue. That one better get me, and I could care less about the other one, much as I like Andy Serkis. Um, okay, and uh, next up. Um, <clears throat> oh, you know, I've talked about how uh, Marvel put the Captain America 3 release date right up against Batman vs. Superman. Yep. Oh, I heard this. Yeah, uh, Warner Brothers uh, got scared, moved Back Batman down. and Superman away. Well, yeah, Probably they should the have been. Yep, they moved it. It is now opening as a summer blockbuster on March 25th, 2016. Because apparently the summer starts in March now. Okay. That's how it works. Um, I thought this was hilarious. Really made me laugh, especially since it was a move. Especially since they moved it earlier. If they moved it later, they could have been like, "Oh, we just we don't think we'll be done, and we want to make sure the movie's done before we put it out." To move it earlier like this is just basically saying we recognize that you're probably going to beat us, and we yeah. want to try and make as much money as we can. Mm-hmm. We're going to put our movie out when Fast and the Furious movies normally come out because that's how confident we feel about Batman versus Superman. Oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> I'm just, you know. It's weird, given how much I love Batman, that I'm rooting for this film to fail. But I really, really truly am. You really dislike Snyder. It really is. Mm -hmm. And also, just in general, like, I was watching Iron Man 3 the other day. And at a certain point, I'm just looking at the cast and being like, this is ridiculous. We got, you know, Downey Jr., obviously. Like, Ben Kingsley's in this and Guy Pearce. And really, like, they they really go out of their way to cast a, a really interesting cast of characters. And you look at who they have for planned for the Justice League so far. It's all models and Ben Affleck and nobodies. <laughs> like they have a model, a bodybuilder, Henry Cavill, and Ben Affleck. Like it's even on that level, they're not trying. Mm-hmm. They could at least at this point get really strong, interested actors. 
But they're just not even bothering. Not even bothering. So frustrating. Yeah, I mean, Heath Ledger as the Joker was inspired. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, Brilliant. And I, he would have been like the last guy that I would cast as the Joker. But you know, it's like that worked out. It was absolutely perfect. It's just too bad that the casting genius behind those movies is not working. Has nothing to do with these. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Said it's the guy who cast uh, Maylene Ackerman and uh, Watchmen and almost ruined the film as a result of having her miscast in that movie. (sighs) Anywho. Um, next up, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger tweeted a picture this week uh, announcing the title of oh. the Terminator 4, yeah. which is Terminator 4 Genesis, and Genesis is spelled G-E-N-I-S-Y-S, yep. which I'm still not sure why. That's so 90s. Not sure what they mean by that. I don't know what they're going for. Is this like a reboot, or is this continuing on from, from what the I previous? And the concept is that it will be... Well, I mean, it's a time travel movie, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be multiple timelines and possibly scenes set, like, in the background of previous movies, like Back to the Future 2. Okay. I think there's going to be a little of that going on. And from what I also understand, Arnold Schwarzenegger is also going to play the human who invented the Terminator. And Skynet's going to... The reason all the Terminators look like Arnold Schwarzenegger is that Skynet based all the Terminators on him. Or he based them on himself somewhat. Okay. I don't know. It sounds stupid on a lot of levels. But I was still rooting for it because it's Terminator. And then I saw this title with the stupid spelling. Yep. And now I'm completely out. It confirmed spelling Genesis with a Y confirmed my, all of my worst fears about this movie. Somebody is trapped in, like, 1994. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And the movie is going to suffer. So sad. So. so sad. Um... What else we got here? Oh, uh, Luc Besson is going to reboot the Transporter franchise. That classic Transporter franchise that ever, that's got so much dust on it that it desperately needs a reboot. And also, like Lord me. knows when I watch the Transformer. It's Jason Statham. Yeah, Lord knows when I watch the Transporter movies, I think, boy, only they could get someone other than Jason Statham to play this. That's what would make it good. No, they work because they're Jason Statham. It would and now we're going to do it without Jason Statham. It would only work if it was The Rock. That replaced. Agreed. I would see that. But it will not be The Rock. No, it'll be some it's cheap, cheap knockoff. Yeah, it's a cheap Euro trash action movie, so it'll be, it'll some, be Maybe it'll some be the dude. same guy who played him in Death Race 2. Oh, yeah, maybe. The fake Jason Statham. Yeah, the, the fake Jason Statham. Yeah, but, uh, man, it's too bad, because if they'd said a fourth Transporter was coming out, yes. no, wait. I would have been like, yes. sweet, I'll go see Transporter 4. Transporter 3 was terrible, but it was at least hilariously terrible. I haven't so seen it. I was on board. Oh, they're pretty good. Not a single transporter movie. Do you movie. like Jason Statham? Nope. Do you know I, I barely know who he is. It's like I, oh, wait, he was oh, in the really? Expendables, right? So yeah, okay. and Snatch. You've never seen Snatch? No, or actually, Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. Okay, wait. I did see Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. No, 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 back, no, no, back it up. You haven't seen Snatch? Which one was that? The it's, Diamond. It's basically Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels. No, I haven't seen it. I don't. So I don't think I saw Snatch. It is not. I'm bringing you the Blu-ray next. Yeah. Okay. You've really blown it with that one, Wayne. That is a good movie. It is. It took me years to see it because everyone was ranting about it when it came out, and when things get popular, I tend to stay away from it. Okay. Thinking the masses are not that smart. I I think that just somehow escaped my radar. It's way too much fun. Fantastic. All right. Way too much fun. It's got Vinny Jones. May have come out when you were in Thailand. It was early 2000s. It's not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Might also be. Yeah. I got the feeling. Snatch probably wasn't a yeah, huge seller in, in Jones Asia. In it, British gangster Indian. films don't strike me nope. as being ones that would translate nope. necessarily. Brad Pitt's in it. Yeah, Brad Pitt's in it. It's a great cast. Yeah. Okay. Vinnie Jones and who else is in that? A bunch of really good people. Benicio del Toro, all sorts of good people. That's a great one. Anywho, I digress. Transporter Four. Uh, sorry, not Transporter Four. Transporter the reboot needs to be stopped. But it's happening. Why are you like why are we things that aren't that old? Hmm. 
Let's see yeah, them reboot some no nice black me, and white movies. I'd love to see some movies. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. To I don't. I don't need to see a remake of Casablanca. Yeah. I just don't. No, no, not that necessarily does, classic black. <laughs> okay. No one's gonna remake Gone with the Wind, Wayne. Mm. Okay, good because they the should. The Maltese yeah. Falcon I mean, or anything like that. No, yeah, but like, I mean, if Michael Bay announces that he's redoing Lawrence of Arabia, it's like mm. that's it. I mean, but the world. Could, we need to nuke the world now just mm. to stop that from happening. But you can easily so. remake some of the nice black and white movies that would be a whole new generation of people. Mm. Some of the comedies? Yeah, some film noir, some of the more yeah. obscure film noir. Oh, okay. yeah. You could do it like a double indemnity, and that's a classic, but I could someone could do a modern version of that and mm. I wouldn't be like offended. I guess that people don't really like those kind of movies anymore, though, right? Yeah, they do. Ellie Confidential wasn't that long ago. Yes, it was. It was 20 yes, years ago. Yes, actually, it was. What are you yeah, talking that about? Was, that was a while ago. So. <sighs> Showing your age, Phil. Yeah, I know. Okay, so uh, next up, uh, oh, there have been uh, obviously the Doctor Strange movie still floating about, and there have been a couple new names announced that I wanted, that have been rumored. I mean, the last time we talked about it was Jared Leto, who I would actually prefer not get the part. Okay. Because he kind of irritates me. Uh, the new ones are. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the big one. As the villain? No, as Doctor Strange. Whoa, really? Right? Okay, because, I mean, jo- Joaquin Phoenix has, like, you know, cornered the market on the deeply troubled Yeah, hero. right? He's, like, he's all about being deeply troubled. He's so bizarre and eccentric that him, I would inst- it just instantly change my opinion, my thoughts about whether or not I want to see that movie. Well, I mean, no, yeah. I, I'm going to see it regardless, but... And yeah. He's going to be like you know sporting that mustache that he wore in her. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. totally. No, it would be. I just think he would be so perfect. On it's such an interesting choice, and and the exact type of actor who belongs in those Marvel movies because he has credibility, but he also has a very good sense of humor about himself. And no, it seems perfect to me. Whether or not it happens, yeah. we'll see. The other name um, that's not been coming out of Marvel um, is uh, Matthew Modine, who's launched a Twitter campaign. Because he loves the character of Doctor Strange and desperately wants to be involved, okay. so he's been, uh, he's been begging people to hashtag. Uh, I think it's. Did I write it down. I think it's just like Mo, uh, uh, Modine as Strange or something like that. Yeah, no, I didn't write down the hashtag. But yeah, he's an extremely aggressive campaign. Okay. Matthew Mon- Modine wants to play Doctor Strange bad. Uh, I don't see it. I don't get where he's coming from. Yeah. To be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> like I don't, I like Matthew Modine. He's a perfectly good actor, but Joaquin Phoenix makes more sense to me. Yeah, you want someone more, uh, yeah, more, more deeply quite, troubled. Yeah, quite yeah. frankly, strange yeah. to play Doctor Strange. Yeah, um, Matthew Modine just seems, yeah, he just seems too nice. And, and you know, he's an actor. Perhaps he has a take on it where mm-hmm. he'd be able to disappear within it. But yeah, hopefully Joaquin. We'll see. Joaquin doesn't. Really... Joaquin Phoenix would be more of like a natural, logical fit. Yeah, he'd be fantastic, but he also has never really done big Hollywood movies. Like, the biggest one you could point to, I guess, would be that Johnny Cash movie, but even that's not on the same level as a box. Uh, I mean, you know, he was in um, uh, the Red Lace of Scott. Uh, Gladiator, of Gladiator. course. He wasn't Gladiator. Yes, he, he, was, was Gladiator. he was Commodus in but he, Gladiator. But that was a was while really? ago. That was and that, a long and that was yeah. early in his career, too. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that yeah. was a big... You know, yeah. Hollywood blockbuster Russell Crowe is in sure. it, and, and he sure. did play the bad guy. So the, and uh, man, was he messed up in that? He movie. was fantastic as man, Commodus. Sure. Yeah, he was yeah, he really was messed up. But that's even like, but even that, like I know obviously that's a blockbuster and mm-hmm. made a ton of money. But that that doesn't you know it doesn't feel like like a Doctor Strange movie. Let's say, you know what I mean? Like, I can at least kind of see that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, hopefully it happens. That'd be fantastic. We'll see. It's certainly better than any rumor I heard so far. Certainly better than Jared Leto. Yeah. It would be interesting, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would actually be really, really interested in watching his take on Doctor Strange. because It's going to be loopy. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be a very quirky performance if Absolutely. they give it to him. Absolutely. All right, so that's it for me on the news front. Okay. Um, so should I get into Ninja Turtles but, now? But, yeah, you did see Ninja Turtles. Uh, I did, yeah. Yep. 
So, yeah. The heroes in a half shell. Yeah. Who have now inevitably tied up with Pizza Hut instead of Domino's. Yes, of course. Because this time Pizza Hut was smart and actually said, yes, use our pizza this time, which they did not do the last time around. And. Like well, M and M's were very bitter exactly. about. They, they remake E.T. Yeah. I'm sure M and M's yeah. will jump all yeah. over that. Yeah, they didn't in terms of on screen, but they did big time. They, uh, they did giveaways. They Pizza Hut personally sponsored the coming out of their shells live action Rock Ninja Turtles tour. That oh was all God. Pizza Hut put that one together. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, they're big into it. But yes, this is the first time on screen we get to see the Ninja Turtles Pizza Hut. I suppose that's a reason to see it. I can't really think of any other ones. No, I mean, um, it's like, you know, what child wouldn't want to see their favorite pizza on the silver screen oh, being eaten man. by Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Ugh, are so, they still teenagers? Of course they are. Okay. So, now, that's the weird thing, is, like, after all the conversations that were had many, like, a year ago about how, like, they're going to be aliens now, they're mm-hmm. going to change everything, they didn't. It's the Ninja Turtles. Um, it's, so the the main character is Megan Fox's uh, April O'Neil. She's of course. follow. Way too sexy. Um, yeah, she deal. plays. A, yeah, she plays a uh, yeah a TV reporter slash possible porn star who uh, does a lot of frothy, stupid uh, news stories that make her very unhappy because she thinks she's a serious journalist and. But she's not. She's making Fox. Yeah, she's making so. Fox. But she's, deter- she's determined. She's she's going to be taken seriously, and her editor Whoopi Goldberg is is going to Whoopi Goldberg's gonna her learn, editor. Gonna learn. Yeah, in yeah. one scene, and it's weird, and I don't know what happened. Okay, no no chance if Whoopi <clears throat> Goldberg is your editor. Yeah, Just no, like I didn't get it at no all. Future, it, so. it really really was jarring to see her <laughs> and distracting. So anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Wow, yeah. your editor is like Guinan from yeah. Star Trek. She like serves you drinks and stuff. I know. And so gives anyway, you advice. So anyway, she's desperate to break through into serious journalism. And apparently there's a group of ninjas who are terrorizing New York City, even though uh, none of the news team seem to be interested in reporting on it. Uh, so April ninjas. O'Neil decides that she's going to finally be the one to follow the evil foot who are... Uh, terrorizing the city and um, she does she finds out that there are these Avengers finally she tries to decide who, so you see who these Avengers are turns out they're gigantic Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as the title they're like goes. a lot bigger this time around yeah they, they are much. they are much 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 larger pointlessly so so <clears throat> she finds out they become buddies Shredder is around but doesn't really have much of a character the real villain is this business guy played by William Fickner. He looks pretty big, And the only reason that... He's a good actor, I like him, but it's kind of odd that he's there. I mean, Shredder's just mostly there for action scenes. Um, And then, so... And the reason why he's there is because, just like the Mark Webb Amazing Spider-Man movies, they've now slightly altered the mythology so that uh, April O'Neil's parents made the Ninja Turtles for reasons that I can't explain. They created the U's for some reason, just, just so that there's a needless extra connection extra plot. Other than that, they fight Shredder and whatever. So, so it's, Megan Fox's character is almost like their spiritual sister. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty okay. much sister, mother, whatever you want to call her. So, there's all that. I mean, so here, a couple things. Number one, it has a really bizarre tone in that, like, it's trying to be like a dark and gritty movie based on, like, how it's shot. It's in the fact that it's really shadowy lighting and, and people talk in hushed tones and Things things are presented very dramatically, but at the same time, it's absolutely absurd with these gigantic turtles and they're like, you know, making pizza farts and stuff. So it can't decide. It like tries to be serious, but it's also deeply goofy and tries to do that. It's very tonally confused. The action scenes. It's by the guy who did Battle Los Angeles. I don't know if you guys ever saw I that. I saw. It. Yeah. Wait, wait. 
Battle Battle for LA? No. Battle, aliens Battle or? colon Los Angeles. I didn't see that. It was with Aaron Eckhart. Oh, that's the alien movie. Yeah, right? yeah. I yeah. did okay, yeah, I saw the yeah. alien one. There was one that came out around the same time that had something Skyline. No, that was horrible. Yeah, it was horrible. But no, it was another Los Angeles titled one. Right. And it was just a ripoff. Right. Well, I didn't see that. It wasn't horrible. Battle hasn't it wasn't good. So and and the big thing with that was the director who also did this. Uh, it, it he just has no sense of visual continuity whatsoever. It's just a lot of jagged handheld cameras that barely cut together. You can hardly tell what's going on, and then you compound that with the fact that they're trying to make it be dark through low lighting and the fact that it's in 3D, which makes it even darker. It's, okay. it's just fucking impossible to even see what's happening most of the time. Um, the casting's nonsensical. Megan Fox it makes no sense as April as, as porn star April O'Neil. Will Arnett plays her cameraman. And Bill, he was he tries to desperately to be funny, but adds nothing. They clearly didn't like allow him to add any lines or anything. He's just like delivering this horrible stuff. As I said, Whoopi Goldberg is in it for no apparent reason. Um, I recognize Johnny Knoxville's voice yeah. as Leonardo. I have no idea why he was Leonardo, he but good? he was. Not really. It's oh. just Johnny, no- Johnny Knoxville's southern drawl as Leonardo, even though none of the other characters are southern. So I guess somehow, even though they all grew up in the same sewer system, Leonardo developed a southern accent yeah. for reasons best known to himself. Um, Shredder just looks like a big collection of blades. Um, he can shoot the blades out of his costume this time. I guess that's something. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's a big, stupid movie. But here's the thing is that um, kind of had a revelation while watching it that, yes, this is really dumb and a waste of time and silly, but when I think about it, this isn't all, and that different at all from the Ninja Turtle stuff that I grew up on, which when I watch it now is also kind of garbage. And the sort of, um, I understand there's a huge nostalgia with it, and I have that too because it was such a big part of my childhood, but it's not as if this was ever like really creative art in any way so this was not Star Wars for a exactly. new generation yeah exactly so, yeah. it's not like it, that's being tainted so like to hear people complain that they make this big bloated expensive Ninja Turtles movie all I can say is well did you see the original stuff because aside from the expensive part that's, that's the same deal so I didn't like it at all Okay. I also don't like any of the old Ninja Turtle stuff at all when I watch it aside from nostalgia so not even the appearance of Vanilla Ice well, I mean, that's hilarious. Okay. Obviously, that's hilarious. Yeah. But that's not good. Well, no. That's <laughs> a different no. thing. Like, I'll laugh at that stuff any day of the week, for sure. But, so, I feel like, I don't know, if like if you still desperately love the Ninja Turtles, maybe you'll like it. Because I don't like the old stuff anymore. So, maybe it will work for you. If not, I don't understand why. You might want to explain that to me. Because this is the same thing. Um, so will the kids go for it? I, the kids, again, I would hope not. But at the same time, I fuck, I drank the Ninja Turtle Kool-Aid more than anybody growing up. And I don't see it now. Okay, so, so it, it is possible that the kids watching possibly, this now it, will be I like, this is the greatest thing ever. Exactly. I can't okay. predict it because it's such a mess. Because like, at least with the Transformers movies, I can say big, dumb, stupid, but it at least looks gorgeous. This doesn't mm-hmm. even look gorgeous. So maybe that will change things. Okay. I don't know. Wouldn't surprise me as successful. I can't in any way describe it as good. But like I said, I feel the exact same friggin' way with the old stuff, too. So I'm just confused all around as to how well it will do. But personally, I can't recommend it at all. Um, Also coming out this week, I'll talk really, really quickly, Into the Storm. Basically, Twister, again. This time, found footage. 
Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so it's yeah. like the Tornado Hunters. So this are, is the twist to the Twister movie. Exactly. Is, so okay. the, the Tornado Hunter, the group of Tornado Hunters are filming uh, themselves for a reality show. They have, a one, in addition to having a van filled with cameras, they also have this thing that looks like a tank covered in cameras that they made hoping that they could, because it even has spikes that can dig in the ground, and they made it hoping that it can withstand a tornado going over it and then get a shot of inside the eye of the tornado. That's their goal. Okay. On the other side of things, there's also a fractured family with a single dad who's a vice principal who's really hard on his kids, and his kids both have cameras, and they're filming the local high school graduation. At the same time as that, you also have a couple redneck idiots that live in town who film themselves doing stunts for YouTube. So you have all these people filming themselves <clears throat> at a time when a superstorm comes to town with a bunch of tornadoes. Um, it was pretty dumb, obviously. Um, what's funny about watching it is um, it was directed by Stephen Quayle, who did uh, Final Destination Five, which I love, uh, which I liked a lot. You didn't like Final Destination Five, Mel? Was Five the last one? Yeah, yeah it wasn't bad actually. It was great. That's what it was. Four. T- uh, totally, but- way better than four. But here's his thing. That was great to look at. He's also been a, a special effects assistant and second year director for James Cameron since uh, uh, The Abyss. So okay. he knows how all of the toys work. That's yeah. basically his specialty, mm-hmm. his top-tier special effects. So the storm sequences in this are amazing. I'm not going to pretend they're not. They're fantastic. Fan finish conceit's a little tired, but the nice thing is... Some people may be distracted by this, but Stephen Quayle, even though it was clearly written and designed as fan footage movie, clearly doesn't care. There are bits when people are holding a camera when that's necessary. There are other times when the camera angle you're watching clearly couldn't be hold, held by anyone, and more importantly, is on a steady cam track, so it looks smooth and pretty. All right. So <laughs> it's, like, it's barely paying attention to it, but in a way that I don't mind, because A, that's tiresome, B, makes the movie look better, makes the effects better. And really, the only reason they use the fan footage is so that they can have amazing sequences that feel like a ride where, say, someone gets sucked up into a tornado. POV? See that from POV? POV? Exactly. Exactly. Um, there are a number of amazing effect sequences. There's one where, I forget the exact how and why, but it seemed to make sense at the time, where a tornado catches on fire, so there's a flaming tornado going around. That was pretty cool. There's, there's another bit where... That does um, sound pretty cool. It was really cool. There's another bit where everyone's, like, run inside to hide in the... Uh, hallway of the high school and uh, the whole the whole just roof gets torn off and but it's all done from within the center of the storm that's amazing there's another truly truly amazing visual moment where that tank that I described before this is spoiler territory but who cares it's a storm movie you're just going to watch stuff blow up better to hear describe why it looks cool than not at all um, where the tank gets sucked up in this super tornado and from like the guy inside actually gets blown all the way up to the top of the tornado and flies over the clouds for a few brief seconds before falling back down, crashing the ground. Oh, okay. That was a pretty amazing moment. Mm. So, as a special effects showcase reel, awesome. Super entertaining. Looked really cool. This could would, could have been an amazing simulator ride. As a piece of storytelling and acting, stupid, pointless, okay, but, dull. But it is the kind nothing. of thing that, like, you know, affects hounds. They'll buy this movie just for the effects. Totally. Just watch those sequences totally. over and, and over and over And it's worth seeing in a theater just for that stuff. Okay. Because it's amazing. The sound design's yeah. incredible. The visuals are great. Like I said, Stephen Quayle just knows how to, how to use all the toys. Does it exquisitely well. So, and for a movie called In the Storm coming out in August, really the only reason why you're going is to watch stuff blow up. Yep. So, um, on the blowing up front, excellent. On every other front, kind of shitty make your decision whether or not you like how, based on how much you like to see stuff blow up I just watched a shitty tornado movie so I'll probably skip which it. one's that Sharknado I thought well, how bad Sharknado's can I, how, I thought it'd be like so bad that it was good yeah 
Oh, what about at the horrible. end when the guy jumped into the shark's that mouth with the only, chainsaw? That was like, the last and then, two then not only, minutes of Not it. only did he jump into a shark's mouth with the chainsaw and cut himself out, but he somehow managed to pick the shark that ate his girlfriend earlier out and of the hundreds of sharks. The other guy's shark. girlfriend, yeah. He managed to pick yep, the exact yep. one out of the sh- tornado for the hundreds it was, of sharks. It was stupid. And she was still alive in the shark's belly. It, it was... Uh, that was amazing. I thought it'd be stupid fun. It was just stupid. Really? I thought it was stupid I fun. Like I haven't watched Sharknado 2 yet, but I, yeah, I will. It, it does that thing that I really hate when you can tell it's being filmed during the day, but they put a stupid filter on it so it looks oh, darker. Well, but I mean, you're like, it's obviously yeah. during the day yeah, and it's not yeah. rainy. Oh, day yeah. for night. Well, it's the like trick for day to night is just not showing the sky. Yeah. Yeah, but they always show the sky. And you can see where there's I sunlight. There's clearly sunlight right there. And you just put some crappy filter over it because oh, they can't horrible. afford actual effects. Oh, I know. It's horribly, pathetically made. Yeah, it was pretty bad. That's what I enjoy about it. I usually like bad horror movies, but that mm. one was just no. That was too bad for you? Yeah. You didn't like seeing old Tara Reed embarrass herself? I did enjoy that part. I was like, this is what she's doing now. Sharknado. Isn't that great? Her and one of the stars of Beverly Hills now doing that. Yeah. Oh, which star? Um, What's his name? It was the the tall, like the not Luke Perry or uh, uh, Jason Priestley, the other guy. The other guy. The the tall, gawky guy with red hair. Yeah, the ginger dude. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. He has the... As you can see, he was yes, a very he, memorable that's part. That's why he's in Sharknado. Yeah, and that's how we ended up in Sharknado. Is that the dude with the earrings, or did they all have earrings? They all had earrings. I think they all did. It was no, like... Not like Ian's earring or whatever. Yeah, that's who it is. That's who it is? That's who it is? Yeah, 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 oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the jockey we, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's exactly who it is. We knew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's the it. lead. Yeah. Wow. That's and then his ex-wife is Tara Reid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty rough. It was awful. Pretty rough. Awful, awful, awful. Yep. I'll stick to other shark movies. Mm-hmm. Deep Blue Sea. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's where it's at. Yeah. And Jaws, right. of course. Thank you, Phil, no for problem. your. That's what I'm here for. Which, those movies. Yeah, which one did you prefer? Into the Storm, for sure. Because it, it was actually pretty to look at. Yeah, and All it right. didn't make me reevaluate my childhood. Yeah. yeah. That's it was a, It was a technical yeah. tour de force and not much else. Yeah. Okay. All which right, is then. fine. Yeah. I, which is honestly all I wanted when I sat down. All right. Was the better be good tornado effects? Yeah, there were and there were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles made you realize I had terrible tastes. As a yeah, child. maybe think like, why did I like this? Yeah, <laughs> maybe realize this whole turtle thing was horse shit from the start, and this is just the latest pile of it. A particularly Aww. stinky pile. Don't get me wrong. Why can't they make a CGI Biker Mice from Mars movie? Yeah, I don't think that would be any better, Mel. I hate to break it to you. I think it'd probably be worse. So enjoy it. <laughs> I don't think it'd be worse. Unless they got Megan yeah. Fox to play Charlie. I, I like the CG Turtles movie that came out a few years ago. Yeah, that was actually all right now. Yeah, yeah, maybe. maybe it's good. I don't know. They had Patrick Stewart in there, so that know. was cool. I mean, yeah. maybe, and maybe the first movie's guy. I have nothing but... And sequ- Nolan North was Raphael, so yeah. you know, like, that was also cool. I have nothing but incredibly fond memories about the original Turtles movies, and that's exactly why I've not seen it since I was a child, and I, and I probably never will. Okay. I Can't go home again? I, yeah, I almost did when I saw this. I was like, maybe I should see that first one. To make myself feel, and then I like I the screening was out of Yorkdale, so I had a long subway ride home. And by the time I got back, I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't because if that because if, if I don't like that, then aside from the video games, I hate everything about Ninja Turtles now, and I won't let that happen. <laughs> okay, I will not let that happen. They're too fond memories are too fond as a child. I got to cling to something. All right, <laughs> thank you, Phil. No so we're going to move on to I guess a quick what you've been playing. Yeah, I suppose. Wayne, what you've been playing? Um. No, actually, let's start with you, since okay. uh, you were... Uh, yeah, well, just yeah. very briefly, I uh, played The uh, Last of Us uh, HD remaster. How, how far did you get into um, it? I'm a, I just finished the bit when you go to 
the friend who has all the traps set up. Oh, Bill. Yeah, Bill, thank you. Right. Okay. Yeah, I just finished yeah. that. So. In that crazy town. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Which is fantastic. Which is intense, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, like, I... I because I haven't played the DLC, never have. And that okay. was my initial thing was, oh, I can't wait to play the DLC. Mm-hmm. But then I did that opening scene, and I enjoyed it so much that I've just been playing through. Oh, that I'm, opening scene. I'm probably going to oh. stop right now. It's so amazing. I'm probably going to stop and just do the DLC because I just, you know, as much as I would like to go all the way through The Last of Us again, I, I, I don't know if I should necessarily. Okay. Well, I mean, if you want to do the DLC, probably yeah. the best place to do it is just wait until you get to the end of the university sequence. Yeah. And then once the university sequence clo- stops, boot up the DLC. Yeah. Oh, because um, there's like a chronological yeah, link so, there. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'll keep that in mind. Um, but anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, it, just much like uh, Tomb Raider, I'm just blown away by what did it you, difference. Did um, you at all try things. toggling the 30 and 60 frame per second options, or did you not mess with that at all? Oh, no, I didn't even yeah. know that was yeah, an option. There is actually a feature where if you want, you can go in and reduce it to 30 frames per second right. if you now, want Right, now it would have cinematic. automatically been set on 60, right? Yes, Like, I have been playing it it's, on 30. It okay. defaults at 60. Yeah. Woo! That would be embarrassing. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? I'm going to do that just to see the difference, because I'm very curious about that. There is a difference. Um, um, but yeah, no, I've just been incredibly impressed by like the detail animation and everything. Obviously, it was a matter game. I always loved it the first time. I yeah. thought it was extraordinary. So it just being more immersive and more technically accomplished is just makes it that much better, really. I mean, I have no complaints about it. Um, you know, just it just makes you excited for it's what... also pretty atmospheric when you play it on headphones. Of course. Then it's just like, yeah, oh, oh my I god. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the clickers. I know. Yeah. yeah, clickers specifically. Very well done for that. Um, so, no, I, I just had a great time with it, and it just sort of, more than anything else, just makes you exciting for what the next generation of gaming is going to be if that's... If, if, if just that graphical upgrade makes, makes something... I, I played as recently as last year... Mm-hmm seemed that much better and more advanced I can't wait to see what happens once designers start yeah that's, that's designing why designing purely for the new system yeah I'm, I'm really curious to get my hands on GTA 5 when it hits yeah. the PS4 just because yeah. it's like there's going to be so many more people so much yeah. more traffic on the streets blah 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 yeah. it's like and for an open world game that's a good thing of so. course of course so uh, yeah no I've just been uh, reminding myself what an incredible bit not just incredible game but what an incredible like work of storytelling and acting and performance yeah the um, yeah, the, the performances by amazing. Troy Baker and um, yeah. the uh, girl that played Ellie Ashley Johnson I think yeah. her name was it's just yeah yeah they, I'm pretty they, cynical so I don't normally get emotionally invested in games <laughs> um, mainly just because you know when I see the guy die and come back to life that yeah. many times I'm like yeah. oh, I don't care if he died mm-hmm. now. But I don't know. There's something about the performances and the situation and story in that where I really do get enveloped in the in, in who they are. Well, it, it, it's kind of hard not to get emotionally invested after that out. opening. Like you know, yeah, when, when you see course. that opening, which I still don't want to discuss, just in case there's somebody yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah. Who, but uh, yeah, yeah. Well, when, that's when, right, Mel. You yeah. got to do that. I, I am. I'm, I have. Well, it. I'll lend you mine because I'm playing the other one, so I'm never. I'm not going to be playing the PS3 one while I have the PS4. Oh, I have yeah, it. Actually, we that's have true. it. Oh, that's right. Oh, we do have it. Mine's playing it again. What the heck? Well, now I have my gaming chair. I'm working on it. Okay. okay. Hey, look. I actually played something last night. Oh, so. that's good. What you play? Dragon's yeah. Crown. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> Wayne, like, the just, Wayne knew I played Dragon's mm-hmm. Crown last night, so he faked that. Thank you for the fake enthusiasm, Wayne. Did you uh, love it? It's not bad. Yeah. I sat there for three hours and played it and kept wanting to play, so I assume I liked it. It's a dungeon crawler. It is so. a dungeon crawler. Uh, okay. yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's very, very, you know, very simple. Mm-hmm. With gear. crazy art direction. Yeah. Just crazy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure my character does not have nipples. 
because her bra only covers like the very, 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 very lower half of her chest. And if she had them, you'd be able to see them. Yeah. So I assume she's some sort of plastic person. She is a human for sure. She's She's a human Amazon. Amazon. She's not a nipple. On the Amazon, they take off their nipples at birth. Yeah. It decreases uh, speed. So I gotta get rid of those things. Speed. Makes them less aerodynamic. Yeah, it's an aerodynamic situation. All right then. Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> the, other than that, the art style is really beautiful. You said yeah. they were supposed to be poking fun with the art style, yes, and the giant boobs, but yes. it doesn't feel that way. That's, but you know, it, it's a Japanese game, oh, okay. and so yeah, the the art direction is anime-ish, but it's like really overblown, super exaggerated anime. Oh, like, the girls are ridiculously yeah. top heavy. Yeah, so some the men are ridiculously top yeah, so heavy. Yeah, so are the men. Yeah. So it's like the type of game a character in an anime would play. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and yes, the art direction some people actually found offensive because they were like, that's unbelievably sexist. And yeah. the response of the artists and developers at the time was, you guys don't understand. We're we're poking fun at the genres and conventions. Right. They obviously didn't do you know, a very good job. It's of fantasy people game, so, so no, it's, like, it's satire. Unable to like, see you know, it. Yeah. yeah. But some people didn't get it. Was like, no, that's just sexist. So it's like, I, take that however you will. I, I okay. actually really do enjoy it. I get loot, then I go back through, and I get better loot. Yep. Then you I do. go back through, and I get better loot. Yep. And um, once once you hit the ninth dungeon you'll be able to play online yeah with I can't other believe they're people. making me wait that long yeah I know I, th- I thought that was a weird decision that they would actually lock out online yeah. until you hit a certain dungeon and say now you can play online yeah. Yeah. but I enjoy the fact that when you go through a dungeon you find bones of fallen people and you can resurrect them and bring them to your party oh yeah that's true mm, Yeah, that's a pretty neat little delightful. thing delightful yeah cool yeah and by, by that she actually means like other players it's like you know other players your who party, have died yeah. yeah you know it's like you can find their bones and is resurrect is it actually other players oh really yeah I didn't know that. I thought it was just random. No, 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 no. Those, those are other players. Oh, yeah, that's like, really cool. So that's it's really like if, if they die at that it. spot, it like you know uploads the stats of the character when they died, oh, and I then if you find that. the bones and you bring them back to life, huh. that was another player's character at that frozen moment in time that's when they fun. died. Yeah, I, yeah, I really did not idea. realize they were actually other players. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're not actually playing with them, no, obviously. obviously. You're, you're no. just playing with the data that you know they That's had you know, yeah. developed for themselves. Yeah, it's a clever idea. Yeah. yeah. So. yeah. Resident people's ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that, that is kind of the way that it works. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird mechanic, but uh, okay. It's a small game, but it's free on PSN, so I thought I'd try it. For now, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's actually a yeah. lot And of, I mean, it's like, yeah, for people that like you know, Diablo or Gauntlet or, you know, it's like any other game where you're running through a dungeon, killing stuff and getting loot. But being like, a little simpler than yeah. all that kind of It's a fun game, yeah. yeah. All right. it's, it's an easy sit down and just go for it. Cool. And that's it. That's all I've been. You mean like it? Okay. Wayne? Uh, playing a few games. I mean, it's like, yeah, I also went through, like, The Last of Us. Um, I'm going through grounded mode right now. Uh-huh. Which is like you know this new super hardcore difficulty mode. Um, no supplies. There are barely any supplies. Um, your um, sonar, radar, whatever you want to call it, is completely disabled, and um, you go down in like you know one or two hits when anything attacks you. So it doesn't sound fun. You pretty much have to play a perfect game, and if you make one mistake anywhere, you're just screwed and you die. That doesn't sound fun. Oh, uh, well, like I, I figured I may as well do it because it's like oh, there's like no. two gold trophies, trophies for yeah. doing this. So trophies. it's like yeah, I, I guess I'll That's do. That's how that. you get Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There could be trophies. But that, it's like, you know, I, I also played through the um, the DLC because, you know, it's like I hadn't actually gotten around right. to playing it before. Yeah. And, and it's worth it? That was heartbreaking. Yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, awesome. I'll do it. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I, I, I actually regret How long not. How was it? Um, it 
probably runs about two or three hours. Okay. Um, yeah, it's 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 a decent it's about size. What I yeah. yeah, it's a decent size chunk of DLC. I actually yeah. kind of regret that I didn't play it at the appropriate time. I actually just went through the entire game once. Yeah. and then played it. And now I understand why everybody is like, you know, it's like play up to the university. Yeah. When the university chapter ends, then, you know, quit out of the game. Go right Load up, um, yeah, left behind. So is the university, when that ends, is that right when they're in the winter? It's in right before, yeah. Is that what I'm thinking? It's, but not, you don't actually play until you get to the cabin. No, no. Yeah, just, just when the university cool. segment ends before going to the cabin stuff, play left behind. and That's it will do it. it will I'm not mean, that far off that at this point. Yeah, actually, I yeah, don't think you are, yeah. Close, so and it'll, it'll mean a lot more, but yeah, there sure. was just, oh, it was, yeah. it was it was really sad. Cool. <laughs> it was just so sad. Cool. Glad to hear it. Glad yeah. to hear it. I like, mean, that, but you know what I mean. It's good no, I mean, it's like, yeah, I, I was playing it. They, they maintain the storytelling. Yeah, I, I was playing it, and my wife was watching, and she was just like, how do you play this game? I'm so bummed out. I'm like, yeah, I'm bummed out too right now. It's just... Oh man, it's fun. It's just like it's it's heartbreaking. So. Cool. I can't wait to have my heart broken. Yeah, yeah. So I did. He seems so enthusiastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So I did play that. I also played um, Castle Wolfenstein, which oh, really surprised me by actually being pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to trying. That. It reviewed very very well. Yeah, yeah it did. Uh, I mean, it's like I'm I'm not gonna say that it's the best first person shooter of 2014, yeah. but it wait, really. Wait, wait, wait. What would be so yeah, far? Yeah, what's better? Um. And you can't say last. I'm, I'm expecting That's that Destiny is probably going to be. That's true. right out of there. Yeah, I'm expecting that Destiny is probably going to be the best first person shooter. Up until, well, yeah, but right. Of, so um, as of but as of right now, is Wolfenstein the best first person shooter? Yeah. Uh, of That's the been released in twenty four in twenty fourteen. Okay, I, I guess so. But Bam, I, uh, we got but, you, yeah, Wayne. But I'm not. But you. I'm not going to say that. You know, it's like it's Take like it a shoe in for the award. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Besides, everybody knows that you know it's like you know Call of Duty is probably going to win it for burst, best pers- yeah, first-person yeah, yeah. shooter anyway because it does every single yeah, year. Um, but yeah, I did play it. The thing that really confuses me about that game is um, I understand that they did it for branding reasons, but mm-hmm. it really shouldn't be a Castle Wolfenstein game. No, because it completely caught me off guard with how not Wolfensteiny it is yeah. at all. I mean, they they basically um, ripped off the. Uh, Last of Us and the Bioshock um, Infinite playbooks. Interesting. Like, they play it very, very straight. What did they take um, from Last of Us? Because that's so a third person. The uh, emotional gravity. Oh, I see. <laughs> just, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, see, because I mean, it's like, you know, I was just like, all right, so. But that's this, even, even that. This, this, but that's all out of Bioshock, too, isn't it? Uh, Bioshock was, was pretty. Well, but mm. Bioshock was um, actually, you know, really more about, like, you know, addressing, like, you know, big important themes, yeah. like, you know, free will and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas with this game, they actually are trying to, like, you know, pull at the heartstrings oh, okay. the way yeah. The Last of Us does. So I would say that the three biggest influences on this game are Half Life 2, yeah. uh, Bioshock Infinite, or just, you know, any Bioshock game, really, mm-hmm. and The Last of Us. Which you don't expect when you get into a Castle Wolfenstein game because you think to yourself, well, this is going to be about running around in a castle, killing Nazis, and then eventually you take on Mega Hitler, and then the game is done. Yeah. But that's not what you get when you play this game. You know, it's like instead they um, presuppose that the Nazis were actually winning towards the end of World War II. Like right. World War II actually went on longer than it was supposed to. So the game starts out in like 1946, and wow. the Allies are losing really, really badly. And um, B.J. Blazkowicz, he's still using that name, yeah. even though they're playing this game completely straight. Mm. He's still B.J. Blazkowicz. And um, he gets knocked into a coma, and 15 years pass, and now it's like you know 1960, and the Nazis have been in control for like 15 years. Hmm. So they... 
They play it very, very straight. They really are like, so what would really happen if it were 1960 and the Nazis had been in control all this time? And they address it very seriously and um, actually so like using kind of period weapons and stuff yeah yeah um, and it's it's actually a little bit frightening because I yeah. mean it's like you know they, they don't shy away from like the Nazi stuff at all there's like mm. you know the racial supremacy there's like concentration camps yeah, there's like seems, all of this stuff I've yeah seen some clips of that online yeah. like almost tasteless yeah exactly yeah. and I'm like it was like oh my god he was like because like I said I was expecting just a big stupid romp in a castle yeah. and eventually take out mecha Hitler yeah, yeah. and instead they're like you guys are doing an alternate history and you're doing it like actual science fiction literature where yeah. you're stopping and you're thinking about it. You know, you've got all of these notes and recordings and all that sort of thing that sort mm. of really develop the world and you think to yourself, oh my God, this is a really horrible place. I mean, like, you know, the, the Nazis just, you know, roll over Russia and then, you know, it's like, even though Japan was their allies, they start turning on Japan and they conquer China and, you know, and then they start going after the Asians because, of course, the Asians aren't racially superior the way the Aryans are. And, right. and they just push it to that logical conclusion of, so, what happens if Hitler really does, you know, get to execute his final solution as much as he wants? Yeah. And so, this is not a happy game, <laughs> hmm. which really, really caught me off guard. Cool. Um, there's, yeah, a, there's a lot of weight and substance to it. And then at the same time, it does crazy things. Like, you know, it's like, yes, the Nazis are on the moon. So, you know, you get to fight Nazis on the moon. That's pretty Stuff awesome. like that, yeah. yeah. So you had a very yeah. sad week. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty bleak. Yeah, there you yeah. go. And then, af- yeah, and then after that, it's like I topped it all off with now I'm playing. I don't even know how you pronounce this. Metrico or Metrico? How would you pronounce it? M-E-T-R-I-C-O. Is that Metrico Metrico? or Metrico? I think think Metrico, yeah, but I don't know. All right. Uh, Do either of you guys know what this game is? Okay, it's um, free on PlayStation Plus (laughs) for, you know, on the Vita. Yeah. So it's it's on the Vita. But what this is is, um, okay, it's a side-scroller, but it's all done completely with a slideshow slash PowerPoint aesthetic. So kind of imagine that, you know, it's like Tron had happened, but instead of Master Control Program being in charge of the evil computer world, Microsoft's PowerPoint was in charge of the evil computer world, and you're trying to escape this thing yeah so yeah. So, so it's what, a, like pages of fl- are flipping and you're jumping up no 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 I mean it's, 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 it's like wipes? it's like a PowerPoint presentation it's like yeah. you know they're you it's a Star yeah it's a side <laughs> yeah it's a side scrolling puzzle platformer yeah. so you know you're, you're basically just trying to go from left to right and navigate each obstacle but right. the obstacles consist of like you know bar graphs and pie charts and you know Venn diagrams and like you know all kinds of other weird stuff so and you're someone's just someone's marketing presentation yeah you're you're basically trying to get through somebody's marketing presentation it's just it's really really bizarre and the puzzles just get more difficult and diabolical as you get through the game so that sounds fun yeah it's 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 weird i mean it's yeah. it's it's tough but it's a really really original concept and it uses the beat in all the ways you'd expect. There's some touch, and then uh, there's also some stuff where you've got to like you know tilt the diagrams by like you know shifting the Vita left and right or up and down, right, right. turning it upside down, or using the rear touchpad, whatever. Hmm. Um, so it's yeah, it's not a bad game. Um, it's like fifteen dollars, I think, yeah. um, but it's currently free right now. Exclusive? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. It may end up on PC. It it may end up on the PC at some point, but for now, it's only on the Vita. So, yeah. Cool. And that's what I've been playing. All right. Thank you, Wayne. Mm -hmm. I think that's it for us this week. I think it is. I think it is too. What are you seeing next week, Phil? What can we look forward to? Expendables. (gasps) Are you looking forward to that? Yes. Okay. Hell's yeah. 
Me Did too. you see Expendables 2? It was amazing. I've only seen the first. See, Expendables so. 2. Oh, that was 2 wrong. is fantastic. Yeah, everything okay. that was wrong with 2, they fixed. And they, Sorry, everything that was wrong with 1, they fixed in 2. Okay. I hired yeah. the director from Con Air, and he basically made it Con Air with the cast of the Expendables. Oh, well, awesome. right. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, it's fantastic. So that. I'm, I'm just really looking forward too. to Mad Max for some reason. I just really want to see that yeah, new Mad well, Max movie in the worst way after that trailer. You know that comes just, out next summer, right? Yeah, I know. Okay. But... So. That's for whatever reason. That's oh, no, the I, movie that's high on my radar wrong. now. It's like after that trailer, it's yeah. like I have to see this film. Oh yeah, listen, don't get me wrong. I okay. get it. I can't fucking wait for that Mad Max movie for sure. Yeah. I'm just saying you may want to get excited about something else over the next couple yeah. months. <laughs> it's going to be a long wait. No, that, that, yeah, I guess that'll watch be the Road like, Warrior yeah. again. You watched that recently? Uh, I saw it a few months ago. Actually, oh, that still holds up, doesn't oh, it? It totally does. Amazing. I've got a Blu-ray too. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Anyway, we're having after podcast chats at this point, yeah. so we should maybe. And the, you, want, um, you want to take us home, Mel? The girl from Farscape yeah. is in there as well. Farscape, is yeah. In the the, Road Warrior one, the one, one of the far, yeah one of the Farscape alien girls is in the Road Warrior. The original Road Warrior. Yeah. Weird. Um, actually, I Zan, yeah. the uh, the bald blue alien woman. She is actually that girl in white in the Road Warrior. Oh, the tough one. Yeah. Yeah, the tough girl in white Where, from the Road the, Warrior is actually like, Zan from Farscape. Where's the football pad? Yes, that's the one. Yes, that's that's Zan, the bald blue alien from Farscape. Well, the I mean, the guy in uh, Commando is the one is the biker, the main evil biker in. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bennett. Yeah, Bennett. That yeah. guy let off some steam. Bennett. That yeah. guy. He's uh, yeah. He's the like the one in the sadomasochistic relationship. Okay. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. Mel, take us home. Of course, you can check us out at cgmagonline.com where you can read Phil's full review of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if you really want Indeed. to. Of course they want to, right, Phil? Yeah, of course. You can also watch Brendan and Wayne play The Last of Us Remastered where they get into it for about 10 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes where they go through and they look at how beautiful it looks on the PS4. You can also follow us on facebook.com slash Magazine. We're actually running a contest which you can actually enter through Facebook if you go to the giveaway tabs. Or on our site, cgmagonline.com. And if you have an iPhone 5, we're giving away two Nintendo-themed cases. One actually feels like a controller with buttons that you can push in and everything. In case you get really bored in the subway, I guess. Actually, I guess you'd have better things to do on your iPhone if you had an iPhone. Yeah, never mind. Anyway. still a good point, Mel. I'm glad you I like to fidget with things. So I was thinking these buttons would be perfect to fidget with. But then, wait a second. I'm fidgeting with an iPhone. I probably have better things to do on that iPhone, like play Angry Birds Preston, or something. Did you yeah. fidget with the buttons? Yeah. Sometimes a good fidget's all you need. It's true. Yeah. I got lost in that thought. It didn't go so well. You can also check us out at google.com slash little plus sign online, And, of course, on Twitter at CGM+. You can follow me, Kicks and Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N. You can follow Phil. Yep, at that Phil Brown. You can follow Wayne somewhere. Wait. Yeah. Real Wayne Santos and you can follow Brendan at bfry26. You can also stalk Wayne of course on Google Plus because he won't answer you on Twitter. Yeah. I went on to your Twitter today as you to see that people used to talk to you and then you just didn't answer them and now no one wants to talk to you. Well that's great because I don't want them to talk to me either. That so doesn't work when you're the editor of a public gaming magazine. <laughs> well they could find me on Google Plus if they wanted to. It's like what? It's not like I'm asking them to do like this thousand mile hike over to Google Plus. It's like dude just use Google Plus. Yeah you're asking them to internet use, miles. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. asking them to use a, a social networking platform that no one uses and yeah. cares about. And that's why I'm on there. Yeah, well, that's not exactly social networking. No, that's because I'm not social. Anti-social Exactly, yeah. because, yeah, I, I love anti-social networks because mm. that's who I am. And, of course, that's, well, I guess that's it for us this week. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. What?